0: Hi, this is Kay. Thank you for checking out today's podcast of Hanging with the Haters. We want to give special thanks to our sponsor, Sonny Horn, with Leaders Financial Group. You can give him a call at 832 381 2515. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW Lope Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on ourlonestar.com. Oh, welcome ladies
1: and gentlemen, uh, this is Mark Hater. this is Kay, we are hanging, or you good are good hanging morning. with haters, we are the haters, oh my goodness, and today, uh, if you caught it on Facebook, uh, Johnny Sutton is here, my friend of uh, like almost a billion years, a billion I mean, of I've years, I lo-
0: have known him a long time and you've known him even longer,
1: yeah I know, since second grade and all, and Johnny was here uh, previously two, three weeks ago, something like that, and uh, one of his big claim to fame is uh, stories he told us uh from uh, he's a forester, and uh, anyway, and he has so many stories about people in the backwoods, and we may or may not get to any today. I don't know. We've got so many uh, things going on today. Anyway, Johnny, by the way, welcome. And uh, Johnny,
0: where do you live again? I can't remember. Livingston, Actually,
1: Livingston, Texas, big town of Livingston. Uh, oh man, right yes, in
0: the middle of the piney woods.
2: Well, we're the on the edge Texas. of it. We'll say that. Yeah,
1: and he's not too far from uh, Woodville. No, that goes out of Lufkin, doesn't it, Woodville? Road, over to yeah. the east of us, okay. Mm. And uh, anyway, uh, great to have him here. We've got uh, so many uh, similar things going on in our uh, past lives, but uh, right now, what we've got going on, and it, it sounds like uh, I'm talking very fast because Kay, it's tense time, and I don't mean T E N T S because we don't have one, but it is tense as in wow, things are like happening like in past
0: tense,
1: past no. Like uh, no, don't. It's not even that. You, but it's, don't confuse me. Right, don't confuse it. Right. It's like here's what's happened, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, some of you may be aware we were trying to sell our house. Well, we've got a um, an agreement on it pending the inspection, and the inspection inspector was here today. Johnny even got to see the inspector. His first name is Chad, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, it was one of the most thorough inspections i had ever yeah. the guy was there like yeah. forever i thought for a while i was going to have to uh, uh you know ask him if he wanted to eat lunch with us but uh anyway <laughs> it was thorough he was in every faucet everything he might have climbed uh, under a portion of the house not all the houses uh, uh, has a foundation but anyway uh now he, he doesn't tell you anything because right. uh,
0: I, I don't think he's supposed to and i didn't
1: try to offer him anything at all i was civil but uh, anyway as a result, he we don't know what's happened, and there could be a deal, uh, where eventually the uh, people buying the house, uh, the loan company that's making them the loan, say, okay, we will give them the loan if you do replace your entire plumbing, outfit, or electricity, and we don't
0: know. No, that that won't happen. Is ours is good, but something will happen. That's for sure, and we'll have to. Well, come they'll down find and try. something. I think. I think they probably people feel like they didn't do their job if they didn't find something. Right. And by the way, the uh, Here's the other
1: deal, Johnny, and I think we may have told you about it, and that is this, ladies and gentlemen, and I know it's none of your concern, but it, it's happening to Kay and I, and we are actually and we, the host we of We want to tell the whole we world tell about you it. We've people. It's very personal. <laughs> we have got – we don't know if the deal is going to go through, but if it does go through, regardless of when it is, by January, June 15th, that's – Jake, that is what, uh, three – Weeks, give yeah, or take. Not quite a month. We've got to have our happy buns out of that house and everything there is. And what if they don't know for sure they can get it until uh June the tenth? Well, see, here's what's going to happen, Kay, and I'll tell you up front. We're gonna move everything out and try to find a place for us to live, Johnny. We will be indigents for a while. And uh and then they come up and say, you know, a week before, Oh, I'm sorry, we're not gonna close, we're not gonna get the house. Well, holy cow. And what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is waiting till November for a house that's going to be built for us because we're that special, and uh, <laughs> it may all fall, fall through. <laughs> anyway, Johnny, that's a long story. By the way, Johnny, this is uh... Jake LaFleur. 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 and he's our intern for Dick. And. He is so much more charming than Dick. Dick, I'm joking. He, j- Dick's the boss. Well, I was just about to say, I, you know, if you need a place to live, I'm sure Dick will let you move that in. Man, he will. <laughs> he will do anything for us. Uh, I don't know where Dick lives, but uh, but
0: then I don't know where we're
1: going to live, so uh, we'll find something. Yeah, we will.
0: We just got we we can't think about the whole we picture, can't.
1: or well, we'll, we'll
0: drive ourselves nuts. Right. You we know, what we can bit think, of think about time. though
1: is Sonny Horn, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I forgot to say that Hanging with the Haters, sponsored by Sonny Horn. Uh, and Leaders Financial leaders Group. Leaders Financial Group. He's our yep. financial guru also for the show. Yep. And uh, anyway, hey, Sonny. Um, anyway, a lot of stuff going on. I mentioned, I, I usually mention, Johnny, it's a selfless, a selfish, not selfless plug. Uh, my article last week was about mother and Mother's Day. And all of us have them. We're just, some of us are less close to, I'm less close to my mom now because she passed away in 2006. But uh, anyway, article about Mom's Day and about how we never... Uh, the haters seldom took Mom out to eat for Mother's Day.
0: Because there were so many of you. Okay, we were all over the
2: place. Johnny, did y'all take uh, your mom out or did... Occasionally. Did your dad give mom you... Mom really likes to stay at home and run the show. She knew what we were going to eat and have us all at the house. So we stayed yeah. at the house and... hate to say it, but my mother cooked a lot on her yeah. Mother's Day. You mm. know,
1: Johnny, did you ever... Any time, think that maybe uh, she didn't want to, but she was hoping someone would ask. You know, <laughs> would y'all take us out to eat?
2: Well, we enjoyed her cooking so much, we just decided
1: to take her at a word. On it. Was it was it pretty hard for you buying your mom something or your dad for
2: Father's Day? Uh, Not easy dad, to buy for mother was hard. Uh, oh, that's terrible. once I got married, uh, which fairly young in life, I. My wife gladly 14, took that store recall, over, Johnny. and my mother got better gifts long as my wife was buying for is anyway. Isn't that important? So, same, <laughs> same with Kay. She bailed me out yeah. of that.
1: Mom, uh, I mean, when we were young, we went to— Johnny, do you remember Ray's Five and Dime in Pasadena? No. Johnny's sudden on Ritchie Street right over there. We lived on Pinewood Lane in Pasadena, and Johnny, when I was in the second grade, uh, Johnny, uh, that's when I met him, and we were in the second grade class together. And you don't remember raise five and dime? No, we didn't. Street. We hardly had five and dime to spend. Well, that that's probably what it was. You lived in a uh, house. We were just we were. That's the only house Dad tried to buy. And the reason we moved is uh, he didn't have any more money to buy uh, to pay. So we had to move to a, a worse house on Finfrock Lane.
2: Fenfrock. Yeah. Well, Finfrock. the neighborhood. We hated to see you go because, like I said, y'all are civilized children we
3: were
2: <laughs> more we had we had plenty of uh, uncivilized in our neighborhood well right, it was tough to see y'all go
1: there were <laughs> before we came here i was talking to john johnny about uh, the smiths there was a guy named dinky smith uh he was a friend of mine and i think that's a song but also i mentioned uh, uh, patricia pat uh adams pat adams tomboy But just as sweet as she could be, as nice. And Johnny told me uh, that she grew up
2: well. Uh, She looked. A lot of tomboys end up going to fine fine young women, and Pat did. Yeah. Uh, Hell of a football player. She she was. was uh, Up there. Whenever we chose teams, Pat was second or third to get chosen for sure, girl or not. She was a heck of a football player. And
1: I I don't mean to run Dinky down, but uh, she would always get chosen before Dinky. Uh, (laughs) Dinky
2: Dinky got chosen last. He did.
1: Bless his heart. And uh, he had a – I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, that was uh, way back when, and we were talking about stuff like that. By the way, uh, Jake, uh, is your mom still with us? Yes, my
4: mom's still with us, but we celebrated the weekend before because – Uh, My brother works offshore. And um, my other brother lived in D.C. for quite some time, so that was the first opportunity we were going to have to celebrate with all three of the boys there in like seven or eight years. Wow, good.
0: that so, was a good day for your mom. Yeah,
4: good. she she really enjoyed it. I cooked and uh, and yeah, made her big old dinner meal, and, and yeah, we had a blast, a lot of fun. Grandkids of ca- came and we swam, and it was a ton of fun.
1: You know, normally it's pork and beans and wieners. Is that what you had
4: uh, this? No, no, I cooked um, <laughs> prime rib and twice. Baked potatoes with uh, grilled asparagus. Why? He's, He's, He's really impersonal. a cook. Okay, oh, I'm impressed. Oh, yeah. well, wait, one this of the is thing, great.
1: I hate to get uh, too personal. What uh, did, did your or does your brother do in Washington D.C.? Is he? Oh
4: no, he, he just moved back down. He worked for a, a nonprofit with um, some universities, and he did a, a IT consulting or IT yeah. project management for him. Wow. Oh. Now he works for uh, Baylor Medical School in
1: downtown Houston. of the same thing. thing. Goodness gracious! I tell you, the Jake uh, Lafleur family is uh, up there with the, when it comes to smarts. <laughs> anyway, that uh, fascinating stuff I've just told you about the selling of the house. Uh, we have so many weird facts uh, to mention,
0: and uh, Mark spends all week coming up with weird facts for the show. Uh, you don't believe the work he puts in for it, this.
4: Are, are, we, just, are we doing the country thing again? Uh, we are doing a country I thing. I really enjoyed that. It i do you I remember really the name do. of the country iceland
2: i am so, so nothing changes but, <laughs> yeah he's always been coming up with weird thing, weird thing. <laughs> well you
1: know okay one thing I, I mentioned when we started this show is you know we can just hear, sit here and talk silly like uh, i'm doing right now and in, uh, delving into uh, things that, that people people cook for their moms and all but I like people to go away knowing something they may not have known before, and uh, that's why I came up with a a nation, and we're going to talk about it after our uh, first break. And by the way, should I tell them the nation right now? Who cares? Who cares? They could be Googling it in the meantime. uh, It's Paraguay, ladies and gentlemen. Paraguay in, I I need to tell some of you, it's in South America, and um, it's fascinating. I knew very little about it, but now I, Wow. Paraguay monte. they teach they speak not only Spanish by the way but a, a native uh, language that is I don't know what it is but uh, it's together that native language is spoken by many uh, in Latin America in uh, well not yeah Latin America but spoke uh, especially uh, Central and South America because it's, you know, the land of the Incas and the, uh, the Mayans and Mexico's Mayans. Anyway, fascinating as all get out. So many uh, interesting things. Not as interesting, by the way, as some of these cities in Texas, Johnny. I was uh, mentioning this to Johnny, and we've got about uh, what he said was, a minute what and he... a half. And do you know how many uh, 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 cities in Texas are named out of, after cities in the other parts of the country? Well, neither do I. But uh, Detroit, there's a Detroit, Texas. There's Denver City, Colorado City a pittsburgh texas ladies and gentlemen a miami texas boston santa fe texas a reno texas and columbus texas and, and uh, then international we yeah. have paris, we got so paris you got your paris you got your athens china texas do we have a berlin you used to have a moscow texas palestine uh, palestine dublin That's right and italy texas turkey texas and uh, New London, Texas, and of course you mentioned Palestine. So many Texas, and there's also, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Washington, D.C. In our connection, there's a White uh, uh, White House, Texas. Fascinating stuff, but ladies and gentlemen, there's more fascination coming in just a little bit. Uh, hanging with haters. We've got to take a break now. Back in a couple with Johnny Sutton. <laughs>
5: Plans are necessary steps to achieve goals. Goals must be written to be realized. This includes financial goals. Leaders Financial Group of Spring Texas is a nationwide organization of independent financial service professionals, serving those who are ready to achieve these goals. They do this by helping their clients save money, keeping the process simple, and doing what is right for their client and their family. Leaders Financial encourages those to think about their financial future and to educate themselves for tomorrow. Leaders Financial Group is online at leadersfinancialgroup.com and is available by telephone at 832-381-2515. Welcome back to Hanging with the Haters. We're just
0: happy as you uh, we can be that you're listening to us today. Yeah. And, uh, do, do, do I understand we have a caller? We've got a caller, Kay? Get out of your city. We do. Whoa. We do.
4: He's
1: on the line. Yes. Oh Mr. my gosh. Caller, uh, you're hanging with the haters. Thank you so much for, uh, giving us a call. And, uh, if you could give us your name and, uh, who you are and ask us, uh, whatever question, comment you have, we'd be pleased.
3: awful oh, Awesome. Oh, oh, oh. This, uh, um, uh, Benny Ho, uh, Benny? Benny Ho. Oh. I call from Imperial Dragon uh, Restaurant and Pest Control, oh. and I have your order ready. Oh. Uh, we have uh, order ready, but yeah. we just need your credit uh, card number I, to I th- deliver food.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Benny, uh, man, I appreciate that,
0: but we didn't really order any uh, food. Yeah, I, I, oh. I sure didn't. I, di- uh, I didn't. Somebody just pranking us. Wait a minute, round eye devil.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. I got order for 25 muguga pan, oh. 50 veggie egg roll, and 10 pound pork slide lice. Oh, you know the pork uh, fried rice sounds good, but Kay, did you make a? No.
2: Johnny, are no. you familiar? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, Benny, I not even You're like you. white crazy. devil!
3: I pick up, I pick up six guy from Home Depot to make this food for you. Oh. I just need credit card. I oh. want
1: money. I'm uh, dang! I, I'm sorry, really, Benny. I I don't know what to say, but somebody's pulled a very cruel <laughs> joke on us.
3: Uh,
1: oh, oh, oh. Well, oh. maybe white devil.
3: Over oh, Asian man again. Once oh. again. I'm oh, sorry. I, but, yeah. <laughs>
1: really you know i don't care if you're uh you know from uh, a black eyed pea or something i i, I didn't do this I, it has nothing to do with your uh you know your lineage or anything else your ethnicity which by the way where are I, you from
3: I, 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 i'm I, sorry I, i'm from china I but that. i'm beginning to think guy from north korea got it right oh. that's what i think <laughs> Yeah, I, I he could have
1: you, been
4: he, Okay,
3: Round Eye. Okay, s- Round Eye for you. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: Look, just uh, I will advertise as soon as you uh, we hang up from you that uh, if they, how could they get, in, well, just call the station and we'll give them uh, your number. Maybe somebody can buy all this uh, stuff you got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I'm sorry, Round I'm sorry. I'm really, seriously. Dang. Okay. I'm sorry, Patty. Okay. Uh,
3: okay.
1: Boy, that's bad. That's on me, Okay, I guess.
3: Hi, phone.
5: Oh.
1: Oh, I see. Goodbye. Something, yeah. By he was uh, yelling orders. Benny Ho, man, I, you know that has happened with pizzas here, Johnny. Somebody's doing some bad I stuff. I've never heard
0: it with Chinese food.
1: No, it's never. And happened that was before. a big order. And you know, here's what's crazy. We had weak, some weak uh, income. Uh, Asian. <laughs> we've had some Asians selling. I mean, here uh, calling in about uh, certain things. But this first one that uh, I, I first time I've ever heard of Benny Ho. Uh, Benny Hill. That's what I was thinking of the whole time. Was Benny. Johnny, do you remember Benny Hill?
2: Yeah, but you're a couple Mago. of countries off there. Yeah, that, right. that's true. Exactly. Uh, Jake's too young to hear. A whole Benny different Hill,
1: hemisphere. But, uh, visual <laughs> half comedian. The, half the world. Of. <laughs> oh, it was so cool with him. Anyway, uh, before we left, I was talking about some uh, facts, interesting facts, and the one uh, uh, thing I was going to tell you about is Paraguay. Uh, there are, by the way, two landlocked nations in South America, and uh, one of them is. Uh, Paraguay and it uh, borders Bolivia and uh, Argentina and Brazil, by the way. So right now I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to get out your South American maps and look down, open them up, look down below what you call your equators and all, and you're going to go down a little further and you're going to see Paraguay. And I used to think it bordered Uruguay, but it does not. But Uh there was a big war between Paraguay, Uruguay. And Argentina and Brazil. And uh, uh, Jay may have been when involved. When was this? Eight, it started in 1864. We were in the Civil War at the time. Uh, not oh, the we weren't personally. paying attention then. But it ended in
0: 1870.
1: And it was called the uh, Triple Alliance because there is Paraguay down there, landlocked. And they're in a war with uh, Brazil, the Portuguese uh, uh, nation? nation, which I, I imagine they had their independence by then. And also Argentina and. Uh, Uh, uruguay bolivia didn't bolivia didn't care at that time but i gotta tell you this and this is one of the weird things you probably didn't know about brazil when they went into this war back in 1864 the population of brazil was 525 thousand that's not that many Mm -hmm. but for 1864 for such a huge country this war and when i tell you this figure you'll probably figure out if paraguay won the war or not at the end of the war they went from 520,000, the population, and at the end of the war, I don't know how many women were left, but only 25,000 men lived, survived oh my that goodness. war. Oh, my they
0: goodness. They
1: were... That's losing a war. That's losing a war big time, and one reason that helped them lose a the war, they lost the war before then, but their leader just, it was never say die, and he said, we're going to fight a guerrilla war before... You know, guerrilla wars were in vogue uh, very well. Uh, anyway, and as a result of that, holy cow, you talk about take no prisoners. The uh, Argentines and all, they mm. just went through the, the population and pretty well uh, did away with a lot of men. Take no prisoners. Yeah, I did not know that. And it is the worst loss of any country with respect to body count uh, per capita in other yeah, words percentage. the percentage wise they lost uh, the largest percentage of uh, people in that war both women and men of any other war there is because their population even was russia the big... in world war ii yeah because russia had a lot of people russia lost mm. 40 million give or take uh, 10 million uh they lost a lot of people in the cities but they lost you know their soldiers too in fact civilian uh, deaths were higher than their. Yeah. because yeah and you know what's crazy about this and this is russia ladies and gentlemen when uh you may have heard of joseph stalin he's responsible for actually killing more people uh, of his own really to for the most part than even hitler did and whenever oh, the uh war started in the german he had signed a contract uh, had a treaty with uh hitler and hitler turns around and invades in 1941 and Hitler mowed down the Russians as he was going in, was taking all of the people in. Stalin actually was so afraid, he said, It's over for me. Here's this bloodthirsty dictator. And he said, It's, you know, there. And all of a sudden, people from the Politburo, a group of communists who were supposed to be leading the country, even though Stalin did, and they came to see him. And his thought was, They've come to kill me, and I deserve to die, I guess. And they came in and said, You're our only hope, you know. And he said, Son of a gun, yes, I am. So he went to um, Stalingrad uh, in Moscow. He just visited Stalingrad a little while, and he told those people to the day he died, he had thrown so many Russians into prison and all, and still a lot of those people were who were uh, in the um, arch, the uh, what do you call those prisons in, uh, yeah? G- gulags? Gu- gulags. Hey, I I love this woman like she was my wife. Uh, gulags. <laughs> what? And yet they wept. When Stalin died because of uh, saving them from the... By the way, we had a big role, Johnny. Don't think we didn't in World War II, but we would not have won World War II without Russia. I'm not saying we wouldn't have signed a treaty yeah. of some kind with well, Germany, but we yeah. would not Hitler
0: have Hitler was fighting on two fronts. He was. He the chose
1: East, the bad so. people. Anyway, that had nothing to do with Paraguay, even though Paraguay was involved in the uh, war. But here's another thing you didn't know. Johnny. You're down there. Who, who shot up Butch Cassidy on Sunday? That is pretty good. That's uh, Bolivia. That's what I thought. That's, uh, yeah, that's where, actually, we obviously don't know for sure, but the <laughs> tale goes that they went down there to... Uh, and got, do you remember Strother Martin? Yes. Great role for him, and, and this is where he was saying, ladies and gentlemen, this will mean a lot, <laughs> and I'm looking at Jake, and he's never seen uh, a Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but Strother Martin, ladies and gentlemen, is they're going, he, they're helping their bodyguards carry <laughs> carrying gold, you know, from the camps to the banks in uh, wherever city it well, was, Caracas or what—that's Venezuela. Anyway, and the deal is, they're is they're riding their horses. Uh, uh, Butch Cassidy, uh, Paul Newman, and uh, Robert Redford are you know looking around all the trees and all waiting for somebody to. And Strather Martin said, "They're not going to attack us as we're going to the camp. You see, when we come back, that's when we've got the gold." <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I am surrounded by idiots. And uh, anyway, when they came back, yes, they were attacked and Strother Martin <laughs> died. Okay, but that had nothing to do with Paraguay. Um, dueling to this day, and I don't mean the character Dooley from uh, Andy Griffith Show. Dueling, as in pulling guns, and it's still legal in Paraguay to this day. Really? The only, uh, thing you have to do, though, if you're going to duel with someone, you must be a blood donor. And I kid you not. You have got to have donated blood before they'll let you, <laughs> you shoot at one another because you may need blood, and if you've never given blood, they don't care to give you any. If you, you know, oh. okay, you're, no, you're you're seriously, I'm that's, serious. That's about serious. That, that okay. is serious. I kid you not. Uh, also, the uh, Paraguay has the largest navy of any landlocked country in the world, and uh, the reason is they've got this river, and uh, it's a uh, they've got a couple of rivers, but one which is the biggest is called the. Um, What do you call those fish that eat people? Piranha. uh, Piranha. It's called Piranha, but it's got an accent on the last day, so it may be Piranha. I don't know. But Piranha River. And the reason that is important is because of this, ladies and gentlemen, something else you probably did not know. And that is Paraguay and Brazil are responsible for a dam. They share a dam that produces more electricity than any other hydroelectric plant in the entire world. Paraguay. And Brazil, who would have thought it? Now, a lot of you are saying, oh no, it's the uh, Three Gorges Bridge in China, which was recently built. And the Three Gorges Bridge in China, ladies and gentlemen, is massive. It is called Three Gorges because it has no, no, it's not gorgeous K, it's gorgeous as in deep uh, cavities, ravines. Yeah, big ravines. Because of this, they have. Number one, they have a uh, uh, the dam where water goes over it, and that's you know you got to, you build a dam in a gorge, a gorge is formed there. And uh, the other thing is they have one area where they actually lift the ships up with hooks, the smaller ships with hooks, and that requires a gorge. You're lifting in from below and you're coming up, and uh, that's something. And the other is they have locks, as in the Panama Canal. And you think the Panama Canal is something, ladies and gentlemen, it is something, but they have two i mean their lock will let two ships go by side it's by side for two usually ships. yeah wow and so and this is uh called by the way it the it's got a name don't think it doesn't it's called the uh, oh say i didn't write it down it's it's uh something uh, a they guy from ne- they, they, put, you know, they a, gave it a name a guy from italy actually is a guy that designed it but son of gun has got locks boat anyway the other thing I need to tell you is because it's so important, 161 people in the country of Paraguay uh, own 90% of all the wealth, 161 people. The United States is close to that, but uh, it's not 90% of the 161 own. It's um, something less. Largest Navy, I got to be a blood donor to Landlock countries. Also, uh, and this will be our last uh, story about Paraguay, in 2008, a Catholic bishop, had to quit. He had to give up his bishopship, and I don't know how you do that. But he gave up his bish- bishop bishopship to be the president of Paraguay. He was elected president of Paraguay, and as soon as they elected him, they found out he had two kids. Uh, <laughs> oh and boy. you know, as a bishop, he was yeah. the father of he, he gave up was, his bishopship is- before that. Maybe. Exactly, you would think. Anyway, fascinating stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That's just Paraguay alone. Do you know Paraguay's nickname? No, Corazon de America, Heart works- of America, Heart of America son of a gun, That I did not know. They're in the there, middle. But, do you know what, Uruguay? Mm, uh, that, nobody <laughs> knows. And we're not going to do Uruguay next. In fact, next week, Johnny, in fact, I'll tell you ahead of time, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Turkey. I am interested in Turkey now. Their language <laughs> Turkey is. is
0: on the news quite a bit.
1: It is, these right days. now. We'll talk about so. that later. And I, I cannot remember. Uh, uh, anyway, There, but there's a lot of facts. Uh, in fact, do we, I think we're, it's break time. We need to take a break. And this is the important one, Johnny, because it's all about... Uh, traffic and weather and other things. Back in a
5: couple. Plans are necessary steps to achieve goals. Goals must be written to be realized. This includes financial goals. Leaders Financial Group of Spring Texas is a nationwide organization of independent financial service professionals serving those who are ready to achieve these goals. They do this by helping their clients save money, keeping the process simple, and doing what is right for their client and their family. Leaders Financial encourages those to think about their financial future and to educate themselves for tomorrow. Leaders Financial Group is online at leadersfinancialgroup.com and is available by telephone at 832-381-2515.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are hanging with the haters, and, uh, boy, you got that traffic uh, stuff down. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect us on the way home, Kay. One thing, though, I wanted to mention, we were talking about Paraguay before, and that is, of course, in uh, Latin America. It's south of uh, us. But uh, Johnny Sutton is here with us, and uh, we are familiar because we actually went across uh, the border uh to, on a trip many years ago and uh, Johnny and I were both there with his brother Craig and uh, the thing is we were both there and we remember different things about this trip but Johnny Sutton even <laughs> though he doesn't <laughs> like not to that it's not unusual. <laughs> he right. is one heck of a storyteller and I need to compare his notes with whatever my memories are of this and Johnny it happens to do as uh, you're aware by now at least uh, we went to Mazatlan and I can't believe my parents let me but uh, do you remember the we year this college. happened?
2: Uh, we were in college, and we, I think it was seventy or seventy-one. Uh, pretty sure that's the, the years. We'd already been in college a year or
1: two. Okay, Mom didn't have anything to do with it, but why Mazatlan? Uh,
2: well, that's the so. It was a surf trip. My brother and I had, at a young age, been afflicted with a surfing bug, and we always had a dream of going over to the Pacific Coast and riding good waves over there so well,
1: why did you invite me
2: well you know we we figured two brothers and all that maybe that just numbers weren't enough we we felt more secure if three of us went i guess yeah we didn't w- think your mother would let you go either. that was even <laughs> to tell a, you the truth he's a and then brother. uh he called up at night hey I, my mom said i can go craig you could have knocked us over we didn't believe it <laughs> we were yeah. great that you went besides a lot of driving there was hell, driving. we switched out yeah. and uh driving 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 it helps to have three instead of two
1: i was bound to have paid for some of the gasoline i'm thinking uh, uh yes yeah. you did yeah you
2: did and uh but i don't get it that wasn't the, that, had that wasn't probably a, was not
1: part. anyway so that was in
0: seven in, and it was a uh what took a chevy drove a Chevy. Yeah, my,
2: it didn't belong to me it belonged to my father in 1955 chevrolet that we drove over and 70 or 71 it was white wasn't white, it? white pure white at that time yeah and you it were, was the turquoise pattern everybody knows 55 oh, that's so it was nice. the white turquoise but daddy at some point had painted over the turquoise yeah. but uh didn't they all so you we had a few to, tell you uh, yeah. i mean it was pretty wild over there we had a language problem uh especially me mark got pretty good at it oh i was great johnny I uh, I wouldn't say he was an interpreter, but he yeah. was he was better than I was.
1: I learned to say, uh, do you have a bathroom? And it was, uh, I didn't know how to say, do you? I just said, Puerto La Baño. And I would, you know, give a shrug like, is there one? And uh, that's bathroom. Of course, they think of it as, oh, you need to take a bath. But they were gringos, so they realized, oh, you have to pee. Uh, and I don't know how to say have to pee, so I said Puerto I,
4: I always say, ¿Dónde está el baño?
1: El baño. Because el that, that's just the easiest that way to do it. Does? Where's the bathroom? You should have yeah. had Jake with you. Do you remember much at all about going there? Any mishaps or?
2: No, we went over as a long drive out to. Uh, we stayed at Monterey, then we went to. That's pretty. Durango. Spent the night in Durango. Had trouble ordering at the restaurant. We found out when you order food at a restaurant in Mexico that at that time, they expected you to spend two and a half hours. Oh, and that's right. We, we, we just. Thought they weren't going to service, you know. We had given up, Americans and all. But the, finally, in two and a half hours, they brought the food. And that you were expected to spend three to four hours in the restaurant eating. Yeah. That was a culture shock. You know, Johnny,
1: one thing I learned uh, that it just hit me now when you said Durango, uh, they had pictures of John Wayne all over the place because I believe War Wagon was filmed at that, Durango. That's right. And, and he
2: is supposedly—well, now well, that's just supposedly. He had stayed in the same hotel that we right. were. Right. And yeah. the, a lot of the crew had, and they had pictures of yeah,
1: and uh, I, I looked a little like John Wayne, so, you know, they treated me.
2: I'm, I'm I, don't, I, really, I that's, don't remember that part that's of a the lie. story. I don't.
1: <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, uh, there's so much to talk about that, but do you remember in uh, Matamoras or was it Monterey, where we almost killed a guy?
2: Uh, and Acc- Jack-
0: a- accidentally, I'm Oh, accidentally, it. yes. Okay. All right.
2: Craig did it. The wheel bearing had gone out in the 55 Chevrolet, which is lucky. That's all that went wrong with the 55 Chevrolet. Right. The <laughs> wheel had gone out, and there was a young man under there working, and it rolled off the jack. Yeah, and it was very close to well, a mortal me. a mortal uh, injury. Oh. Was, and we were sitting over there watching it. It was you're helpless. You you see it's going to happen, and you know there's nothing right. you can do about right. it. Right. Here's
1: yeah. one of the deals, and I don't know how we even found them. We were just driving down a bad road inside uh, Monterey, Matamoros, Monterey, and uh, there was uh, you know I guess a little sign and guy out there with a bunch of. Anyway, his son was underneath this. He had uh, bricks set up and all, and he was having trouble getting the wheel off. And so Craig said, uh, you know, I bet it's the the emergency brake is keeping him from doing it. So while the guy's yanking, Craig goes up, releases the uh, brake, and the whole car just started going. And that guy missed having his head uh, Crushed. crushed by just a nanosecond. And it would have been Craig that did it, and we were with Craig. We, were, we, we, we might
2: not have ever come out of it.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, yep. looking wow. back, there was a lot wow. of
2: scary things yeah. on the trip. But the funny, I'm going to tell a story on Mark. Oh, well, we thanks, Johnny. Because yeah. Craig and I, when we look back at that trip, this is blazed in our memory. Uh, Mark didn't surf, so Craig and I spent a lot of the, most of the time surfing. Mark had to just sit there and wait on the beach. But Mark had purchased... To swim around in the clear Pacific water, some, uh some fins, some good diving fins for his feet, and a snorkel, a fine snorkel. I mean, it was, a, he paid quite a bit for the snorkel, and, and it, it, late in the evening, we go down to the beach, and uh, Mark's going to take his snorkeling gear, and he's going to paddle out by the, past the break, and do some fine snorkeling on this trip, which he took all this stuff with. I
1: borrowed the stuff, but go ahead.
2: Anyway, it was a beach break. It rose up there, and it was big that day, folks. I'm telling the waves, they didn't look like much, but Mark and I knew they were 6- and 7 foot. The
1: ocean was cruel that day, man. It friend. was cruel.
2: And Mark goes flopping out with his frog fins on and that mask on, and he walks up and just walks into, I'd say, a 7-footer that walled up. <laughs> and Craig and I looked at each other, and you said, Is he going to take that full on? You know, you're supposed to dive into that and cover yourself up. Mark took it on top of his head. (laughs) And it washed, I'm not kidding, folks. It washed Mark Hader back at least 40 yards back up on the beach. And he barely scrambled up. And when he came up, he had no snorkel. He had no (laughs) mask. It and and really—he only had one fin on. <laughs> I,
1: I was lucky to have my bathing suit on. Johnny. And we
2: laughed. He, he went all the way, a fifteen hundred mile trip to snorkel, and he took one wave on, and he was out of the snorkeling business. Uh,
1: Johnny, and I don't know how you guys surf that. I—my head hit the beach. I mean, hit the water, the the land under the uh, water, which yeah. is called, I guess, the the, the bottom and,
2: of I the mean, ocean. I mean, sand just went. <laughs> Uh, i don't it'll remember pound, it'll pound you right down oh, into the God. sand but you, we ride the waves you're not supposed you know i see you don't go where I, you see went. that's
1: where i <laughs> and you know I, I didn't think the our listeners would even believe that i could i didn't surf I, I couldn't surf i know i looked like i could but uh no i couldn't and i was impressed that y'all could
2: one surfboard though right no we had oh we had two then uh, well, we wouldn't we wouldn't have traded out when we first got in the business Craig and I only had one surfboard between us, but oh, we had each had a surfboard. That was,
1: and you know, that was one thing when you're driving to Mexico and you're going, folks, this was back when, I'm not saying a lot of parts of Mexico are safe now, but they had banditos and everything. We're driving the back roads and all, going to Mazatlan like we actually knew what With we were doing. two surfboards on surf the roof of the car. Yeah. It looked like, uh, you know, you know, people look at us and say, does that look like somebody we ought to just <laughs> rob or beat up or something? And uh, we survived it. Uh, and, oh, my gosh, Johnny, the story about the – should you tell the story about the two guys in
2: the car? Well, we went down to the marina, big marina there, and a lot of people sail down there from uh, California to come down there and date at Mazelan. And we walked around the marina and looked at the boats, and there was a lot of money in boats there. And we got in the car to come back into town, which was a 20-minute drive. And two guys were hitchhiking, American guys. We picked them up. They jumped in the back seat and hello how are you and all this and can we take you to town we said yes well i turned around to talk to one and he had a rag around his arm and he was bleeding gobs of blood it was getting all over my father's back seat well that that alarmed me and i said i, I said hell i see you're bleeding over there son what's the matter he said well we we crewed up on a ship from california and we just got in a big fight with a captain i mean he this captain this and that and anyway uh i I just freaked out here we these guys were cut up the fight with captain involved a uh, knife undoubtedly (laughs) apparently well we didn't know what kind of shape those two guys had left the captain in you know they were cut up in the knife fight so we were fearful i told him quite quickly that uh we changed plans we weren't going into town and i went up two blocks later and, and dumped them off there but uh, that was scary because we thought we might be involved in a, an assault or a murder down there right. at one point. Unfortunately, I wasn't with them then, or I would have never
1: let him pick them up, probably, but I would have whined the whole way. <laughs> uh, but And that's the thing. We don't know if he knifed the captain. I mean, you might go back into the newspapers in uh, Mazatlana of 1970, uh, 71, and see what We happened. drove
2: away, never looked back, and never heard anything. Oh,
1: man. And you know one thing about the whole trip, we were—I uh, never— Drunk the water out of the tap and all, and I don't remember much about bottled water. They didn't have individual bottled waters, but I was careful of that. But I never really struck me that uh, ice. We'd get Coca Colas, and the ice though was the and ice contaminated. And huh? You guys got sick. Ha- got Montezuma's revenge. I know Craig did. I know and, Craig did. But and I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. But I and I was thinking, hey, I have nothing to worry about. I'm tough. I, this is great. And uh, when I got home. Yeah. I was in bad shape. Coming. You had a
2: delayed case, but you had a case. <laughs>
1: case. I lost some weight there. Uh, and anyway, we had a, a decent place we stayed at
2: there. Pretty nice. And the, we had breakfast at yeah. the place. And we all ordered stuff that we thought would be healthy for us, so to speak. And it, it was pretty good. We had a good trip. And looking back, never any regrets on going.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah. we. I'm just Big glad stories. we survived it. Yeah. And uh, we had a cute girl that was the housemaid and we got a picture taken with her. <laughs> you remember
0: sweet. we were dating. He's him. never. Well, we were. Yeah, he yeah. Had, he's
1: never he, stopped talking about I the know. lady uh, that cleaned the, the room. The I like the accent. You know, Johnny, I've still got the pictures of stuff of your car and us on the side of the road and uh the lovely uh girl that cleaned the room. You couldn't speak a word of. You know, today a lot of them could speak English, but back then, you know, I, I Mentioned to Kay that I had to stop and buy a stamp, and I knew I couldn't remember the name of the stamp, but it's carta, carta blanca, it's white paper or something. Carta. I was needed a stamp for paper or whatever. And uh, anyway, I sent her a, a postcard from there or a letter, and it arrived a week after I did. Uh, yeah, he'd
0: uh, been home a week before I got good. it. Anyway, anyway. ladies
1: and gentlemen, we are going to have a joke and some last uh, uh, minute, a few minute uh, weird facts when we come back. Hanging with the haters. Johnny Sutton here, back in a couple.
5: Plans are necessary steps to achieve goals. Goals must be written to be realized. This includes financial goals. Leaders Financial Group of Spring, Texas is a nationwide organization of independent financial service professionals, serving those who are ready to achieve these goals. They do this by helping their clients save money, keeping the process simple, and doing what is right for their client and their family. Leaders Financial encourages those to think about their financial future and to educate themselves for tomorrow. Leaders Financial Group is online at leadersfinancialgroup.com and is available by telephone at 832-381-2515. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas.
0: Uh, Two hanging with the haters on this beautiful Wednesday. You know, uh, Mark, we've been talking about countries, and, and we kind of got off on um, Russia when we were talking about Paraguay, and mm-hmm. it got me thinking about uh, a documentary I watched on television the other day about oh. about the Chern- Chernobyl power she plant has that, that me melted down.
1: That and I need to do it. What? Yeah. Now, why was that so
0: fascinating? Well, it was thirty years ago, and at the time they they built a structure over that reactor that had the meltdown. Yeah, Chernobyl. But they did it they had to do it so fast because the radiation was so bad. I mean, they had a lot of workers that Mm -hmm. got too much radiation and some died and some have had cancer as a result, but it's after 30 years, it's basically falling apart. Part of the roof has already crumbled in. Is it still a problem? Yes. It's still got all those old spent, uh, uh, fuel rods in there. And, uh, so anyway, they have to contain it. And what we did know that for the last, Basically, from the time they, they put the other one on, they've had plans to, to do a more permanent thing. And about, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, they started taking plans from different construction people to, mm-hmm. to come up with a plan to, to cover that thing. Turns out that, I mean, it's basically the same problem. You can't work directly over that old reactor or no. you're going to get too much radiation
1: You'll get neutered too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they found out if you were off to the side about 150 yards that they had these gamma rays that come off, and they said it's far enough away that on one particular day a person would only be hit with one gamma ray, which is doable. So they could actually work, you know, an eight-hour shift. Oh, And what they did is they built this giant like half a circle dome thing over it, but open at both ends. And they took them years and years to construct it, and it had to be movable. So they had to lay down, you know, tracks. And they basically, just this past year, slid it over that thing. And, of course, it's got to be huge to do that. And uh, they fitted the, they had ends that they put on it. And the side that that had to roll in over the reactor they had little metal door things that would actually fit the shape of yeah. the towers and the the pipes that were coming up and then they after they got it slid over those doors they just put them back down and they they contained the whole thing it was the most amazing piece of engineering and a french company is the one that won the contract sort of gun but uh, oh, gosh, anyway they, they've got contract. it contained and they've got They've got special things in there to keep uh, to keep it dry. They don't want moisture building up there. And now, and they built it with with a, a way cranes inside, so they can literally start picking up those pieces and cleaning it out. Wow. And they're going to do that over the next probably you decades. Know,
1: that reminds me of Paraguay. Uh, <laughs> That I'm not surprised. One dam they've got in Paraguay, it uh, produces enough electricity to equal twenty nuclear power plants. Twenty. That is one big dam, and uh, and they've got fish
2: there. Do they have? <laughs> well, the dual ownership amazes me. Do they really? own half the dam and half that's the dam, or the front of the dam and the back the, of the dam? Really? That's it's called a good the
1: Itupó. I, I Itupó. Uh-huh. Itupó dam. Yeah. And uh it means me also, damn yours also me too. Po Tupo is your me too, I don't know what it means, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just making crap uh stuff up, but uh you know, and that's a horrible story, and one I don't know if y'all remember uh Russia has lost some submarines, and uh one they lost, well, they didn't lose this one, but they were going to uh it was a nuclear submarine, and they were underwater, obviously, and the reactor. They had a problem, and they needed someone to open a valve, but it was suicide. In other words, you need to let water in there. And uh, this it took two guys, and one guy uh, said, okay, I, I can't do it all, but I'm going to go in there and do uh, flip such and such. And he went in there, flipped it, and uh, came out and just dropped dead. And the other guy oh, said, goodness. okay. Uh, in other words, this thing is going down if you don't do this. And the so whole one guy crew said, will be gone. Okay, yeah. I'll do it. And so he went in there and did the last part of it. He came out and unfortunately he stayed alive for several hours before he died, but he was in agony and that, that is heroism. I, I realized, you know, if somebody doesn't do it, we're dead, but instead of, you know, choosing drawing straws or something, I, I work and in this area. And they actually got two volunteers. Yeah. That's it's really that's, something else. That's amazing. By the way, uh, well, we don't, uh, there was a story of an American sub that, uh, sunk and, uh, it was at the bottom, and they did take time to get, bring a big, one of those Di- diving something down, but the guy went down and said, there's no way we can bring this ship up, it'll take too long, and they were he- hearing a Hammering. hitting on the side, and a preacher actually told this, and I haven't vetted it, but the preacher's come up with some pretty good stories. Anyway, and the, the guy, the person down there, uh, you know, was finally tapped on to let him know, and the guy knew Morse code, and he was typing, he said, is there any hope? And oh. the guy t- uh, hit no. And can you imagine the when you're down there? Okay, I ask and you know, I find they out. They lost yeah. that crew. They it? lost the crew and in the episode. submarine and everything. I don't know if they ever mm. brought it up. Mm. But uh, I think we need a joke right now that. Uh, yeah, that was pretty serious. That was pretty serious. <laughs> and this starts out <laughs> serious. Ladies and gentlemen, I, mean, I don't know if you're aware, but the CIA actually trains uh, spies and they actually go out and try to find some. But uh, you don't know about their assassins. They also look for assassins, and what they wanted was a assassin, a uh, woman, female assassin. And uh, they were vetting these women. They were, and they had found three, and all of them were coming across great. And so, but all they needed was one assassin. So they brought the first lady in and uh, said, "Okay, um, you're, you've done well, but we've got one last thing. We've got to know if we can trust you. If you're really serious about this." And sh- they said, "In that room over there, we've got your husband sitting down in a chair. Here's a gun." Go in there and kill him. And the lady said, This is ridiculous. No way. I'm not so she gave the gun back. That's stupid. I said, Okay, you're we're not interested in you. The other lady comes in, say, Okay, same story. And there is your husband sitting in a chair. Here's a gun. We need you to go in there to show that you're serious about this and that you would kill anyone we ask. If you'll kill your husband, you'll kill anybody. So will you do that? She said, Okay. She went to the door and started opening. I said, You're crazy. I'm not I don't want the job that bad if that's what I have to do. So she gave the gun back and said, Man, we may not have anybody. So they asked the third woman. They said, Okay, this is it. Final deal. Will you kill anyone? Yes, I'll kill anyone you ask me to. Okay, we've got your husband sitting in a chair in there. Here's a gun. We want you to go in there and kill him. She said, okay. She opens the door, closes it, and you hear six shots. Pow, 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 pow. And then you hear the loudest commotion and crap and crunching and everything and screams and everything. And Finally, she comes out, her skirt is ripped and all, and she's got a little blood on her head and all. And uh, I said, Oh my gosh, what did you do? And said, Well, the gun was full of blanks, so I had to kill him with the chair. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and that is probably a joke to. Uh,
2: well, she would uh, have to get the job. She had <laughs> the job, Johnny. She was down there, wow.
1: and, and she was committed. And that, you know, there's a fine line between how much do you love your country and <laughs> would you give your life, would you give your husband's life for your country? And she did. Uh, by the way, I didn't vet that story well, and a preacher didn't tell it, so I don't know if it's true or not. There's, <laughs> really? Yeah. where did you hear that, that. joke? I yeah. uh, I got it from Garrison Keller. Uh, okay. Lake Wobegon guy. He was. I mean, he's terrific. You know, we don't have much time, and I wanted to tell you something about George Washington. I don't have the time to do that, so I'm going to end with some weird facts until uh, we get the, so I get we're the out of time. signal here. Okay. Every day, ladies and gentlemen, 36 kids in this country go to the, actually it may be the world i don't know thirty six kids go to an emergency room uh... because of accidents due to q-tips hmm. you can imagine what they might have done but well, you don't I, run never. with a coup right the uh... that's no good that's no good a group of flamingos you know what you call a group of flamingos who cares you ask are you say no it's called a flamboyance. i did not know that a group of penguins is called a covent Covent of penguins, owls is a parliament, hawks are a kettle, snails are a walk, a group of snails is called a walk of snails, and tigers are called an ambush, zebras are called a zeal, a zeal, a zebra zeal, and they've got other names too, but these are one listed. Also, one last story, we've got to get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, the inventor of the roller skates, Joseph Merlin, in the 1770s, he invented roller skates, and to show them off, there was a mask ball, and uh, he wrote in uh, I mean, he skated into the mask ball, and he had was playing a violin, and uh, he was roller skating in, and I kid you not, this is a true story. He ran right into a full-length mirror, oh, and he did him. It was irreparable. He didn't die, but they said he was so messed up he never <laughs> roller skated again, and that the popularity of the roller skates that he invented went down to nothing for it took him many decades before people said, let's try it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at Mr. Merlin, but that was sad. Johnny.
2: That's why your mother always told you, be careful on those rollers. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Uh,
4: Thank you all so much. Do you all know what's unique about the Paraguay flag? What's that? Yeah, no. no. It's the only flag in the world that has two different designs, one on one side and one on the other. Son
1: of a gun and I didn't have that note. Jake? Thanks, buddy. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Jake LeFleur, uh, that is uh, also the name of the guy in uh, uh, True Grit. Uh, It has nothing to do with anything. Ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. We'll be uh, back next week. Hang with (laughs) Hayter. Johnny Sutton, thank you so much. (laughs) Jake, thank you. Back next week. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone
4: Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, Either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at dic.irlonestar.com at or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio, and Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.